This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss the 2003 Vampires vs. Werewolves flick, Underworld. the swearwolves i'm brett i'm david david yes brett how are you i'm good man how you been good good i uh in in the future time when this airs yeah i just got back from monster mania man i had a great time Dude, time travel is fucking crazy isn't it it's wild <laughs> but uh, i'm not going to give an update on that because i don't know what happened so we'll <laughs> save that for the next time oh i hope everyone was super nice i'm sure they were yeah i'm sure everybody was was great except that one guy I didn't get any of your stuff signed. Oh, you fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I left it all at home. You rat bastard. You hocked it all on uh, eBay. David and I send our posters back and forth to one another through the U.S. Postal Service. Nobody probably even gives a shit about this, but these posters, they're original movie posters. Okay, so that's kind of cool. And then we get them autographed. And a lot of times, um, they're not personalized, so they'll retain value. Yeah, yeah, they're worth some change. Yeah, nobody's going to want to buy a poster that says, To Brett, take care, big guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, exactly. uh, Whoever signs it. Nancy Loomis. Um, Nobody's going to want that. So it's kind of like, and and not that we're reselling them, but you never know what's going to happen if you need to resell something to get some I like it like that just in case. And also, someday I'll be dead. Somebody will get my posters and they don't need to see my name plastered all over them. Yeah. And that's what I think too. It's like someday I'm not going to be here and my kids are going to have these and they're going to go, what the fuck do we do with these goddamn posters? We hate horror movies. Yeah. Maybe they can sell them and make some money. Yeah. They can sell them. What do I care? I'll be dead. So anyway, (laughs) what do you want from me? (laughs) So we send these posters back and forth and um, I was a little nervous this last time. Dude, my because asshole was puckered for several days until it arrived <laughs> safely at your doorstep. Well, you had, you went to the post office and picked them up, but still, I, like I was nervous, and that was the most I'd ever insured anything that I've uh, I've sent through the mail because I had a shit ton of posters in that tube. So that's the most. Yeah, you sent three tubes of stuff: one that had my stuff, and two that had your your things in there. Uh, because I'll be going to three different shows actually between now and the next time, and then between now and when I send them back, and I'm not even mailing them back. I'm sending them on a plane with my wife who's going down to Phoenix and David's going to meet up with her at the airport or just wherever. Just to be clear, she's coming down here for other purposes, not to just be yeah. my personal courier no. of posters. <laughs> yes, she is. But I told her, I was like, hey, do you think you could just do this? Because it's going to save us a lot of agony. She's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thank you. But, and thank yeah. her because uh, that <laughs> takes a lot of the worry away. She hasn't done it yet. So that's true. I'm she not can still fuck her. it up. <laughs> But, uh, so David, David sent them to me and 
when you did, you made it so I would have to sign for it, which is the right thing because you don't want them leaving out on my doorstep, Mm -hmm. especially because it rains and snows here. You know, anything can happen. A fucking chipmunk could come around, take a shit on them. That's why we actually had me sign for it because I was going out of town for the weekend. And so if I wasn't going to be here, we didn't want it sitting out here all weekend on on my doorstep. So Anyway, I went down there. They came before I left, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. But uh, I, went, I had to go down to the post office because I missed them. Uh, weirdly enough, I was at home. And uh, I went down to the post office, and the, the, the lady who works there was like, I want to know what's in these. She goes, I've been dying. She goes, I've never seen anything like insured this high. And she's like, it's just this giant tubes of stuff. What is it? And so I told her, and her reaction was so like, oh. Oh. She was so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, she was. She thought it was going to be something really cool. And I was like, they're movie posters signed by actors that were in the movies. And she goes, oh. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> like, I heard it, lady. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, that's that's that. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, thanks for sending and getting my stuff signed and sending it back. And uh uh, I was going to tell you about I, uh, where I went out of town. I went to New York City for the first time. Lucky. And it was awesome. You had told me you loved it. It's fucking uh, awesome. I've been New there York. before. Yeah. And uh, I know why they have the shirt now that says I Heart New York. <laughs> yep. Because I don't know. I don't understand anybody who doesn't like it. Well, yeah. What's um, not I to mean, like? To, to I mean, each it's their cold, own. I guess. Uh, in the winter, it's, it's kind of hot in the summer. But there's so much to do. It was fucking cold. We were walking down through Times Square and our noses were about ready to fall off. (laughs) But it was still, we were all, we all had smiles on our faces. My my son and my daughter loved it. My wife and I fell in love with it. And we were like, you know, and then you start dreaming. You and I talked about this. You start dreaming. You're like, okay, how much does it cost to live here? And then you look at the prices and you're like, and this is why. (laughs) This is why only rich people actually live in the city or poor people with the shittiest apartments you've ever seen. And they still pay through the nose for them. Yeah. Either that or they have like those rent controlled apartments. Yeah. That they've inherited because their grandma got into the apartment in 1930 and was paying $200. Yeah. Or they have a bunch it. of roommates. <laughs> it's like, like, uh, friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, imagine the that cost apartment. Of that ap- oh, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we, we were looking at that. But, you know, I only live two and a half hours away from the city. Like it literally yeah, that's awesome. was like the easiest drive. You can go up there as much as you want. It does cost a lot to yeah. like, <laughs> just, uh, this leads me into this new segment, if you will. We've, we, I kind of did this uh, a couple episodes back and uh, I got told that it was pretty funny mm. and that I should keep going and, and, and people like listening to this. So this is the, the segment where I talk about shit that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh things that that make me go a little crazy or make me go mad yeah and so i i have a th- i have a song for it my son wrote this theme song for this segment so uh this is the new segment we all go a little mad sometimes haven't you <laughs> all right so well that's done. uh <laughs> that's the intro to the new segment. All right. So this is, this is what I fucking hate, David. All right. I fucking hate it when people are like, oh, so what are you doing this weekend or whatever? And you tell them like, particularly people at work, you're like, oh, I'm going to New York city. And there's always that one motherfucker who's like, New York city. It's not that great. It's like, fuck you. I didn't ask you your <laughs> yeah, fucking opinion. Fuck 
Fucking Debbie Downer. I didn't ask you. Yeah, and then and then and then this person, this this particularly did happen with New York City. It was like, it really smells there. And you like, smell. <laughs> the whole city like, smells. They were like, it's dirtier than you would think it is. I'm like, it's New York City. I don't expect it to be fucking spick and span. <laughs> and oddly enough, it was a lot cleaner than I thought it was going to be. Like in my head. Yeah. Also, who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? Nobody asks your fucking opinion. Nobody cares about your opinion. And if you don't like New York City, that's fine. It's you like, have every right not to like it. But don't fuck it. I'm going there on a vacation. That shit drives me nuts. I've been on the receiving end of that too. Or like you tell somebody like, oh, I'm going to go see this movie. And you sound excited about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I heard it wasn't very good. Yeah, like, I would never see that movie. Okay, fuck well then you. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what else I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking punch you in the goddamn nuts. <laughs> Flicky in the balls. Yeah. Even if you don't have any, I'm going to fucking flick in your ovaries. Get down. (laughs) (laughs) That's assault. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's assault anyway. You look at it. That's true. I I went, we went to Paris. My wife and I went to Paris and uh, somebody in our family, a relative, I, I won't call this person out, but a relative in our family was like, again, with the smell, I don't know. It stinks there. And I was like, uh, yep. you've been, you been there a lot? And they were like, no, I've never been. I just heard that. It's like, fuck. So stupid. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so dumb. Your Paris smells like cinnamon and sugar. <laughs> when I booked uh, my trip to London for the summer, uh-huh. I yeah. was waiting. Like when I told people, I was like, just waiting for that one person to be like, oh, the British or something. <laughs> they didn't do it. Uh, I... I, you guys are going to have a great time. Yeah, I'm looking forward I, to it. I envy you. I loved London as a city. I did find, I, and this isn't to knock, but I did find that the the stereotypes of, of French people being rude, I didn't find that to be true. And then I thought I would like blend right in like because I speak English in, in, uh, in England and English people were just kind of like, fuck like, you, eh. Brett. <laughs> Don't poo-poo on my trip. I'm not poo-pooing on your trip because I loved London. I was telling you all yeah, about yeah, yeah, like, no, the no. stuff that we did. And I want to spend more time there, too. Uh, actually, I, I want to go to London again, too. But I want to go other parts of England. I want to see. Yeah. But you guys are going to have a blast. Why don't you hit your ride? Fold up in my suitcase. Start working yeah, on okay. your your uh, bendiness. Yoga? Yeah. Yeah. Another fucking thing I hate, David. Mm. I hate the saying, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Fuck yeah, that's, you. That's no. not true. Have you <laughs> ever met a professional all. athlete? Yeah, exactly. People are like, if I can do it anyway, you see this on YouTube videos. You see this on a cookie. I watch cooking channel a lot of time. And they're like, if I can do it anyway, no, it's not fucking true because I'm trying to fucking do it and I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that like a lot in music too. Like a musician would be like, or, you know, some people are like, oh, well, if Eddie Van Halen could do that, I'm sure I can. No, you you can't because your brain doesn't work the same way and your hands are fat. (laughs) <laughs> and eddie van halen was a fucking like i don't know a prodigy yeah yeah like, exactly and, and 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 it kind of leads into the you know practice 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 that's how you just get better it's like well, there's only so many times there's i can spend on the basketball court and i'll never be kevin durant exactly okay i'll never be him no matter what i did as a kid no matter what i do going forward like obviously i'm an old man now but even when i was like five years old if I would have practiced basketball, I would have never been a professional basketball player. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and I think uh, Kevin Durant could dunk with barely jumping. Also, 
to me, you're, you're a very happy boy. David's a very happy boy these days because the sun's boy. got Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> we say now, I, when this airs, it's, he'll be injured and out for the rest of the season. <laughs> Hopefully not. But man, like d- those first few days of the trade, I kept walking around the house going, uh, Alexa, what team does Kevin Durant play for? And she'd be like, Kevin Durant plays for the Phoenix Suns. And I'd be like, you're goddamn right he does. <laughs> Anyway. All right, last one. Yeah, last one, David. And then I'm going to talk about three things that I like because mm. I got to leave it on a you high. Got to balance high the note. universe, of course. All right, this irritates me beyond fucking belief. Okay, it's kind of a whole umbrella of things, but I'm going to talk about a specific one. So people that use like old tired jokes unironically. Mm, yes. Okay. So like if I if I'm talking to you and I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah, like I'm being ironic, right? Because like I don't find that you funny. But yeah, because- you know that's not funny. I know it's not funny, but it's kind of funny that it's I'm funny saying it's it because stupid. Right. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, okay. People that say TMI, I fucking hate <laughs> it. <laughs> and it'll be at stupid stuff too. Like, so TMI, okay. We all know it means too much info or too much information or whatever. Like you'll come back uh, and you'll be like, oh, sorry, I was in the restroom. TMI. It's like TMI, TMI that I was in the restroom. Yeah. Like, TMI t- would be like TMI. I took a huge shit and it was so big that it crept out of the bowl. It was out of the water. I beached the entire turd. That's the exact example that I was going to use. <laughs> <laughs> like I even wrote it down. Yeah, for simpatico. Like, TMI would be like me describing the shit, describing how it sounded like Rice Krispies as it was coming out of my butthole. Fucking snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> would be talking about the fucking Loch Ness monster that peaked up over oh, the yeah, fucking yeah, little Nessie. Yeah. I've had one <laughs> the of those. Bowl. Yeah. Or there's corn in it. And you're like, I don't even yeah. remember the last time I had corn. It must've just gotten into something I ate, but sure enough, I saw it in my shit. Yeah. That's TMI bitch. Not, <laughs> not that I went to the restroom. I could have gone to the restroom just because I had to like do my hair. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I went to the restroom. TMI. I also jacked off while I was in there real fast. <laughs> Actually, I took a shit and then stood up, turned around, jacked off, and came all over my poop. Yep, and then I peed on the cum and poop. <laughs> and then I had to poop again, oddly enough. How's that for information? <laughs> yeah, I'm Is that with you too on that much one. information, Sean? Is that too much information? <laughs> I don't know anybody named Sean. Anyway, it pisses me off when people say TMI. Okay, things that I like, David. Yeah. I'll go through these rather quickly. Croutons. I love fucking croutons. Croutons are good. Yeah. I We go to Sam's Club, and we buy these one kind of croutons, and I actually just get a little bowl, and I'll just take the take a bowl and just eat them as a snack. <laughs> not even in a salad. I mean, salad, they're just, just like chips. Yeah, yeah. No, croutons are good. Well, I mean, they're not just like chips, but to they're me, they're the just family. like chips. They're crispy. Crispy bread. Yes. Not crispy potato, but, but still whatever. Though. Who cares? And, and when they're really crunchy and well-seasoned. Oh, it's like related to a pita chip, kind of. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a cousin. Is it, it's a yeah, it's in the family. Cousin. It's in the tree. Mm-hmm. TMI, I once shat <laughs> 50 croutons in a single turd. Speaking of TMI, uh, I, I like it when you really have to go pee. When I really have to go pee and then I hold it just a little bit longer and then I go pee finally and it feels so that sweet release. Good. Yeah. Where oh you want to put God. the hand up Some, on the wall. Sometimes I'll sit at my desk here at work here at work is at home. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I'll sit at my desk here at home and I'll be working and I'll have to pee and I'm like, Oh, I can hold it. I like play a game with myself. I can hold it for like five, 10 more minutes and I'll see how long I can hold it just so I can feel how good it feels. <laughs> that re- when that I sweet pee. release. 
Yep. You do the little shiver at the end. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Get the, the pee ah, shivers. That felt so good. Another thing that feels really good, but people, most people don't think feels good, but I like toe cramps. Oh, that's you, fucking you ever weird. Get, <laughs> I don't like that. You ever, get a, you ever get a cramp in like your big toe where it just bends forward? Yeah. Sometimes my wife actually gets them a lot because she runs yeah. and hikes quite a bit. Um, uh-huh. I don't get them hardly ever. I oh, get the weird dude. hand thing though, which I actually had last night for the first time in probably like a year where uh-huh. my, it's usually my middle finger or my ring finger, like half of it just turns white as a sheet and goes numb. Yeah. You went to, you saw a doctor about that. David's okay. He doesn't have any kind of, well, he might. I never be. actually went to a doctor, but last night my wife was like, you need to go to a doctor. And I was like, all right, all right. T- I thought you told me you went to a doctor. I went to web, a web doctor, web MD, <laughs> found out I'm dying. <laughs> found out I have lupus. Hey. What did you no. What did you find out you had? Uh, I think it's called like Raynaud's syndrome or Raynaud's disease. I don't know, something like that. But I guess it's fairly common and there's no cure. It just looks weird and it no. makes your hand uncomfortable for a few minutes. Well, and then you just masturbate on some poop and it's it's fine. Is it Is it like a pinched nerve or something like that? Or? I, can't, I can't remember what it is. You need to go to a real doctor and yeah, not fucking probably, WebMD. I probably should. All right. You know what else I hate? People that go to WebMD and say like, oh, no, I went to the <laughs> doctor, right. you fucking asshole. <laughs> no, but I like getting back to what I like, toe cramps. I think I, sometimes I'll make my toes get, I'll like force them into a cramp just yeah, so yeah, I yeah. can feel what it feels like to get it you out. You do the old trick where you curl your toes and then kind of push the middle of the foot. That does it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That does it. Or I just kind of like bend them in a certain way. I don't know. I like toe cramps. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like Charlie horses in the middle of the night. The oh ones that yeah. Wake you up, or the hamstring like, locks up. And you're like, Oh God. <sighs> yeah. That's the worst. Speaking of running, like when I, when I'm jogging uh, a lot and, uh, and, and not drinking enough water, that's what happens. Cause you're not getting hydrated. Yeah. You're dehydrated. Uh, and so I'll get the, I'll get the Charlie horses in the middle of the night. So tell you tell your wife drink more water mm-hmm. she's a hydrate potassium also but yeah eat a eat fucking a banana. banana and drink some water all right we're not here to talk about this all day we could i could talk about more things that i hate but if people <laughs> like this segment let me know uh i, I like the song of course my son my son <laughs> worked beat. on the song so it's got a good beat i'm gonna put that um, in my apple music collection walk around the house thrusting to it <laughs> it's just it's just 10 seconds long still just, like, just keep it on repeat <laughs> he actually had a longer version of it that had like more uh stuff in yeah. it and i was like i need it to be short i yeah. need it to be trim that a little size <laughs> yeah. uh, which he was okay he took my he took my notes and and uh, he's like i'm an artist that i will not compromise my vision <laughs> we're here to talk about a movie david you picked the movie this week uh was there any reason well besides the fact that we've been talking about doing this movie for about i don't know five yeah, years another one that's been on the list like forever I was just kind of in the mood to watch it recently because I haven't seen it since. Like, I saw it in the theater, and then I think I bought it, and I watched it, like, once on DVD. Like, I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever even had it on Blu-ray or anything. So I haven't seen it in probably close to 20 years. So I was like, yeah, let's give it a watch, see if it's any good. David, of course, is talking about the movie Underworld that came out in 2003. You said you saw this in the theater? I did. I This was my first time watching it. Oh, wow. Now, I had tried to watch it. Uh, uh, my, my cousin let me borrow his copy years ago and was like, you should watch his movie. It's so good. Uh, yeah. They made a million of them. You should watch all of them. Here's the first one. <laughs> and then I never watched it. You're like, and I kept it. Never gave it back. 
I don't, I don't think I have it. <laughs> I, I could. Um, I do have your copy of the movie. I think it's called Sunshine. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. No, but I still have that. I have never watched it. You can keep it if you want. It's, it's good. I think we were going to do it one time. Oh, okay. That makes sense because it is kind of horror-ish. Yeah. And then I tried to watch it, I don't know, about a year or two ago. And I got probably 20 minutes into it and then I stopped it. Yeah, you weren't for feeling it. For whatever reason. Yeah. Wasn't feeling it that night. So I'm thankful for you for many reasons, but because mm-hmm. it basically forced me to watch this movie finally after. <laughs> we'll see years. if uh, you're still thankful after we talk about it. <laughs> uh, Underworld came out September 19th, 2003. I mean, this is a movie's 20, um, 20 years old. Basically. I couldn't believe I that when I saw the date. I was like, wow, it doesn't seem like that long ago and i was like god damn we're getting old i know like if i think back to like the 90s right when i was like you know in the prime of my life oh, yeah young brett <laughs> rolling around in 1997 if i thought something that came out 20 years prior that would have been like as old as i was something that came out in 1977 i would have been like fuck i ain't watching that shit <laughs> yeah uh what was the number one movie in the theater on september 19th 2003 um, i mean this movie was a hit and they made a bunch of them so i'm gonna say that it was this movie you are correct, yes. David. Underworld was the number one movie in the box office that week. Uh, probably for a couple of weeks. I don't know. I didn't look up that information. But what do you think the number one song was? I'm going to give you a hint mm-hmm. on this. It. Uh, I'll give you two hints. One, it's from a movie. Oh. Not Underworld. And two, I've never seen the movie it's from. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shit. Well, I'm not going to get it because I guessed Hey Ya by Outkast. You know, that should have been the number one song because I just listened to this one Delightful. that was the number one. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Why is this number one? It's called uh, Shake Your Tail Feather by P. Diddy, Nelly, and Murphy Lee. I think I remember that song. It's from Bad Boys 2 because they say Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys 2, movie Bad Boys 2. They say it like a million times in the song. So I'm assuming it's from Bad Boys 2. (laughs) (laughs) I always think it's weird when they like shout out movie titles like Mm -hmm. of the movie that the song is in. And it just to me, it it instantly dates the song. Yeah. Like the Adams Family. Yeah. Or just like when you're watching (laughs) it later on, you're like, oh song is old the mc hammer adam's family song <laughs> well, that's a little different though because that was like the theme <laughs> i know that's what i was joking <laughs> but that song sucks by the way yeah that adam's family song it does but it gets stuck in your head so i'm not even gonna sing it this movie worm. was written by danny mcbride not yeah. the Danny. McBride. i looked that up too i was like oh shit and i was like no nah, it's a totally different dude i was too because i was like oh well i know he's written movies yeah. he wrote the new halloween movie so i was like maybe he did write underworld and i was like oh no different danny mcbride directed by len wiseman Music by Paul Haslinger. Uh, I will say this, though. The the score to this movie, Mm -hmm. or the soundtrack, I should say, to this movie, was produced by Danny Loner. Danny Loner from Nine Inch Nails. Danny Loner. Well, not anymore, but he was previously. Was with Nine Inch Nails. Did did a lot of stuff with Marilyn Manson. Um, Has worked with, like, every fucking band Yeah, Danny Loner is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. did a lot of stuff with uh, with Maynard mm-hmm. from Tool, I think, uh, with Tool, with uh, Lucifer Circle. Did some stuff with Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit. I think Blacklight Burns, I think he was in that band briefly. Yeah. Yeah, this soundtrack, not to like get ahead of myself, but like uh, the soundtrack's awesome. And yeah. uh, I remember buying it on CD uh, after I saw the movie. And there's still a handful of songs on there that are still like in my rotation. Rotation, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was enjoying the soundtrack. 
Yeah. And as, as a matter of fact, there was a certain scene that came up and I'm like, what song is this? And that's why I started looking into that. And I was like, <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. And then I thought immediately, I bet you David likes this soundtrack. <laughs> um, but the original score was this Paul Haslinger. This movie was produced by Tom Rosenberg, Gary Lucchesi. Hey, I'm going to produce a movie for you. And uh, Richard Wright. This movie stars Kate Beckinsale, Scott Speedman, Bill Nighy. Bill Nighy, the science guy he. Um, no, Bill Nighy. <laughs> Bill Nighy, uh, yeah, fucking uh, Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah, and he was also, uh, you ever see Love Actually? Dude, I love that movie. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> the Christmas song? That movie's, uh, that movie's awesome. Toes. It's good. It's good. I like those movies. Those, those I'm not a big rom com guy, but that one's funny. Those types, those specific type of rom, I, there was one called like Valentine's Day or something with Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. I didn't see That's that. That's a one. good one. Okay. That's a good one also. It's kind of like Love Actually. Where it's got a big ensemble cast. And there's like 17 different stories and, and they some all of them intersect. converge. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Check that one out. Right. Watch it with the watch it with the wife. She'll like it. <laughs> hey, for once we're not watching a horror movie. Let's watch this Valentine's Day movie with the Kutch. Uh Michael Sheen. Shane Brawley. Uh, the other people. I don't know who these other people are. Runtime of this movie was 121 minutes. Now, David, you said to me, you go, Hey Brett, there's two versions. Which one should we watch? The rated or the unrated? The theatrical or the unrated? And I said, Let's watch the theatrical. And you're like, okay. And you're like, got just got the theatrical. It's on Amazon. Da 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 da. I guess who accidentally watched the unrated one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you'll, you'll describe some scenes and I'll be like, what? I don't think so. I don't think so because I think it's probably just added. It's it probably, I think when I had it on DVD, I think I had the extended version, but I, it's been so long. I don't remember. It's the like difference. 14 minutes longer. Yeah. So probably just had some know. added violence and extended scenes. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it being much, much different story wise. Right. But I apologize. I was like, oh, fuck. I got the wrong one. And I told you know what? I forgive you. But I don't forget. (laughs) Budget for this movie was $22 million. What do you think it made at the box office? Well, uh, they made a bunch. So I'll go. I'll say it crossed $100 million. I'll go like 102. Just shy of $100 million, actually. 95.7. But you're right. They did make a billion of these movies. They did. We'll talk about that. After we're done talking about the plot, though, what's this movie about? I mean, like, if you had to, like, summarize this, if you were, if I was in a pitch meeting with you and I was like, you got an idea for a movie, I hear. What's, what's your idea? Tell sell me on it. <laughs> All right. We got a bunch of vampires. They've been around, like, for hundreds of years. And we got a bunch of werewolves. And they've been around for a hundred years, too. And they've secretly been waging war against each other for centuries. And now it's going to come to a head in the present time. Dun, dun, dun. See, that was that was pretty good. Not bad. I, I, you get you get two Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> oh, let me try again. <laughs> Here's my pitch. It's Romeo and Juliet with vampires and werewolves and a mix between that and the Matrix. Yeah, that's accurate. Kind of. Kind of. So the aesthetic is not that I probably got two Pamela Voorhees. The aesthetic Voorhees. is very Matrixy. The aesthetic is 100% the Matrix dark world that kind of fucking uh, the lighting is kind of cold looking everything looks kind of cool yeah yeah and then you got and the, ang- the weird camera angles and like people doing flips and ca- the camera moving while a person's jumping and stuff like that that bullet time type yeah, stuff. yeah 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 
and like wires like there was there's one scene in particular where kate beckinsale towards the end where she like jumps and she does this flip in the air and then she like slowly glides down the reason why i say it's romeo and juliet with vampires and werewolves and i wish actually and maybe the sequels went into this a little bit more but i wish that was actually more of the plot yeah there's not much as far as like this quote-unquote romance like they only have really a few scenes together and i, think and I they guess kiss once I guess really the romance is what happened multi- many years before. Yeah, yeah. right. That caused that's the, the story war. that causes right. the war. Yeah. So David's right. There was there's this war between the light what they call the lichens, which are the werewolves, and the vampires. The vampires are hunt. They're they're just at war, but the vampires are like hunting down these werewolves. Yeah, because like 600 years ago, there was like the leader of the lichens, who was a guy named like Lucian, and he mm-hmm. killed. Uh, or he was killed by Craven, who was like the leader of the vampires, or one of the leaders. Yeah. So not the. So leader. let's let, yeah, let's kind of set this up. So we have the vampires, and that's Kate Beckinsale, and she's like what what's called a death dealer. So she goes out and she like hunts down all yeah, these like a uh, werewolf hunter. Yeah, and she works for we'll just call him the number two vampire. Yeah. Realistically, he's the number one because. Uh, the other the elders are all sleeping except for one and there's there's amelia i think is her name but she's about yeah, to go to sleep and they're gonna town. wake up the next guy marcus yep yep and they like take turns every yeah they sleep in shifts whatever, which is kind of weird but whatever <laughs> um so craven is just this like young dude by the way this guy cannot act his way out of a fucking paper bag <laughs> it's, it's pretty this guy bad. is the most awful actor in this movie yeah, I would and say he's not even lot. an overactor. Yeah, he's just not a good one. He just struggles. <laughs> he's just he acts like he's, he's just acting. not an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His main problem is is that he can't act. David. <laughs> uh, but he, this craven guy, he looks like Glenn Danzig, only taller. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Mother, tell your children <laughs> yeah. not to walk my way. Because I'm a vampire, <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh uh the head of the head of the vampires so you got him and you got uh kate beckinsale and then you also have erica who is kind of she's she's a a vampire also and she's kind of like with kate beckinsale because i guess they're both females so they hang out together but she is also like i want to fuck craven yeah and so she likes craven and she also has aspirations like she wants to be like a leader or whatever yeah she wants to be in the inner circle where kate beckinsale doesn't really give a shit about any of that and Kate Beckinsale is in that kind of inner circle, <laughs> yeah. right? And then there's a guy named Khan, who Khan. is like this. <laughs> he's a, he's another vampire, and he is like the weapons guy. Yeah, and he helps out Kate Beckinsale, but he's got like he he's in charge of like the the soldiers, right? And they they have this big castle house that they live at. I don't even know where this takes place, like fictional England or something. And then you got the werewolf side and the werewolf side, uh, David, you hinted that this guy Lucian had gotten killed by Craven many years ago and Craven had cut off uh, a piece of his skin and brought it to and Victor. kept it as a souvenir. Victor, Victor I, I forgot to mention him. Victor's Bill Nighy and he is uh, one of the elder who's asleep. One of the elders who's asleep and he is uh, an elder. He's not supposed to be woken up but he is the guy who changed Kate Beckinsale into a vampire. Right. So he's her father, dark father. 
anyway, he didn't like this Lucian guy. And so Craven killed him and then brought Victor his skin, his hide. A chunk of flesh is proof. Yep. Well, Michael Sheen plays Lucian. So he's in this movie. He didn't die. <laughs> he, he not dead. He not dead. So uh, you got him. And he's a he's a werewolf, and then you got this uh, scientist uh, werewolf guy. I, I don't remember his name. Uh, is he uh, is that Singe? Singe, that's right. Yeah, and he's like this scientist, and they're like, but they're like experimenting with blood. And this is part of the reason why this movie like kind of irritates me is because mm-hmm. for the first I don't know three quarters of the movie you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like I didn't understand what was going on. I feel yeah, dumb. they take a long time to get to what the movie is actually about. Like what is actually happening? I agree. You know, and I had already seen the movie twice before, and even like on this viewing, I was like, "What the hell is going on in this movie?" And then when it happens, like, "Oh yeah, 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 that's right." Yeah, I I knew there was something. Like obviously there's something, right? Mm-hmm. There's a plot to this fucking movie, but I was like, "Can you tell me what it is?" Because right now I don't give a shit. When you're taking so long for me to care about who the main characters are, like Kate Beckinsale is the main character, but Speedman's like the second main character and if i don't care about him then i don't really give a shit what's happening to him speaking of scott speedman he plays this guy michael corvin and he's like a a doctor or a student a medical student and he's all he's all depressed because i guess his wife died but he like a couple years before the werewolves are after his blood they're trying to get him and get his blood yeah because they think he's scott stapp from creed that's what that guy looks like to me. <laughs> what? The dude from Creed, the lead singer. You think a Scott Speedman well, guy looks kind of like him? Speedman looks like Scott I Staff? I think so, a little bit. Uh, I guess. I don't know what that guy... <laughs> that guy's not at the forefront of my mind, so... <laughs> fucking, yeah, they're trying to kill him because... <laughs> because he fucking wrote rich, terrible music. <laughs> they're He's fucking like, over not, it. I'm not him! I'm not him! <laughs> sure you're not <laughs> get the fuck out of here with arms wide open son of a bitch <laughs> what i just heard <laughs> the news today oh, awful there's another there's another uh lichen who i'm forgetting his name but he's the biggest the real one big he's dude this, yeah this big fucking yoke guy and it looks like he's got the heart. deepest voice yeah, it's he's like got a real deep put, voice. It's like the guy, the actor already had a deep voice, and then they're like, "Pitch they're that like, down, sound guy." <laughs> Can do. It's the slider. Picture, picture Vin Diesel talking only like pitch down, like two <laughs> octaves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the movie opens up. They're down in the subway, and Kate Beckinsale and the vampires are attacking the lichens who are getting on the subway. But they're after Scott Speedman, so there's like this triangle of like, bam, bam, who's yeah, and they're who? trying to figure out the vampires. Are like, why are they after that guy? Yeah, he's just a dude. Yeah, and people are getting shot left and right. And Kate Beckinsale sees this fucking Creed lead singer, and she's all, <laughs> oh. I think I like him. And he sees her and he's all meow. Hello. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) And they share a, they share a passing glance, but then gunfire is going, it's random bullets. Yeah. It's interrupted. Yeah. So, uh, but she's trying to figure out, she's like, why were they after this? And there's this whole big fucking fight. It's a long ass fight. This scene goes on. It's like this. I I had seen this portion. It was right after this ended that I was like, "What the fuck is this movie?" And I stopped it prior. <laughs> but she goes back to the castle and she's like telling Craven, "She's like, look, 
when the she lichens? grabs because uh, the the lichens were taking pictures of him so she grabs the camera like on her way out mm-hmm. and she's like looking at the photos on oh, one of her sidekicks from her little group i think one or two of them get killed by the yeah. werewolves yeah but yeah she goes back to to uh craven and is like hey i think they're after this guy i need to figure this out and he's kind of like "Ugh, leave it alone this guy's name is craven do you remember the dj in phoenix his name was craven moorhead oh yeah i do <laughs> on the edge Craven Moorhead. What a fucking douche. <laughs> what, what kind of name is that? Anyway, yes. And Craven's like, I don't know. We got, we got, uh, uh whatever, uh, Amelia coming into town, whatever that elder is coming into town to wake up, uh, Marcus. We got a, we have a party. We got all this kind of stuff. Let's just pay attention yeah, to this. I need down. you, I need you by my side. We're going to have all this stuff. And she's like, hmm. I, first of all, I don't like you. You have a small dick. Second of all, you're a bad actor. That's not why I don't like you. You're also an asshole, but it doesn't help that you have a small dick. <laughs> Second of all, I, I really think something's going on here. And she's like, I think that she starts to think that Lucian is alive. She doesn't tell this guy though. Cause Craven was supposedly the guy that killed him. Yeah. 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 She doesn't say that she doubts it, but she's thinking it. She specifically thinks this after she goes to talk to Speedman because she goes over to his house. Yeah. And when she's over there, uh, Lucian comes at the same time because he's like, I'm going to get his blood because that was what they're trying to do. They're trying to get his blood so they can test his blood. Okay. So we don't yeah, find but this we as out. The audience don't know why we don't find this out for another hour and a half. <laughs> but the reason why they're after him is because he's got. A, line, a lineage, this this Scott Speedman character, he's got a lineage that takes him back to this person who was like the first immortal and the first immortal that can ha- hold both vampire, vampire and, and werewolf. werewolf blood. Yeah. And not die. Yeah. Because if you're a werewolf and you get bit by a vampire, you're fucked. And if you're a vampire and you get bit by a werewolf, you're fucked. So Lucian's like, I'm going to go over to Speedman's house. I'll take care of this myself. Well, little does he know that Kate Beckinsale's over there. They have a little bit of a fucking Matrix type fight. There's a cool part that I remember seeing in the trailer and I was like, oh, I want to see this movie now. And it was the part where she like takes her machine guns and she shoots like a circle around her, like a hole in the floor yeah. and then drops down to the next level. Oh, that was pretty That's cool. That's what I'm saying. This movie is the fucking Matrix oh, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's even like uh, Speedman's like the one exactly right because even at the end when he well whatever we'll get to that but yeah and so Celine, anyway, the kate beckinsale character she's basically trinity trinity yeah. yeah exactly uh so lucian bites speedman and he's like look i bit him he's gonna turn into a werewolf and once he turns into a werewolf he's gonna try to find me yep so we'll get him yeah because Celine don't rescues him after he bites him she like drags him out of there yep and then he, yeah lucian's like yeah don't worry about it he'll come to us when he's ready yeah. Oh, we should also say too that the weapons guy that you mentioned earlier—that's the vampire. He's Con. also developed these bullets that have silver, like liquid silver, in the tips, so they can kill the werewolves. Yeah. So when when, and, they, when you get shot, but on the flip side, the lichens have come up with a like a UV bullet. Yeah, and so when you get shot by him, it like explodes in you, and it like just goes to your bloodstream, and you know, because they get shot. There is a cool scene right after Kate Beckinsale and Lucian meet each other, like she shoots the shit out of him and she gets out of there. And then he's like standing there and he's like, you know, overpowered. So he's like squeezing all these bullets out, like because he's a fucking werewolf. Right. Yeah. And it's like the, bu- the bullets are just Boop. inching out. And boink, yeah. boink, boink. Was that, cool. that was a cool scene. I, I actually like that. 
Yeah, and I would also say the the werewolf. Uh, there's some cool morphing scenes in this movie. There's some ones that look like shit too, but but some of them are pretty cool. And then once they are morphed and it's more practical makeup effects, uh, the werewolves are pretty cool looking. Agreed. Whereas in that movie, Cursed, oh yeah, it it all sucked. It all looked like shit. In this, they do uh, listen. Two thousand three computer graphics. I kind of forgave them a little bit, but it actually didn't look that bad, like David was saying. And I wasn't bothered by the werewolves, and they didn't do too many transitions. Right. There's only one werewolf, and we'll get to that. That I didn't like. Mm. But they, going on, okay. So now she goes. She's like, I think fucking. I think that was Lucian. She doesn't know because she don't know what the fuck Lucian looks like. But she's like, I think that was Lucian. And I need to go find some more information. So she starts pouring over all these old books and everything. And she finds out more information. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm going to wake up Victor. Now, Victor's not supposed to be woken up. Yeah, it's not his turn. Uh, it's Marcus's turn. For, a, for another hundred years, he's not supposed to be woken up. But she's like, he's my father. I'm going to wake him up. So she He'll goes and she drops some blood. Yeah, because Craven is a douchebag. And she drops some blood in him. And apparently, like, when you get bit or you taste the blood of whoever, whatever, um, you can get their memories. Yeah. So she feeds him her blood. And he's like this corpse. Like, I mean, he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's like beef jerky just laying in there. (laughs) (laughs) So she drops the blood. And then as soon as the blood hits him, it's like this 3D computer graphic where it goes in through his mouth. And then it's like showing all of his inner organs and the blood traveling to him. And then it starts to grow like his heart starts beating and all the stuff. Yeah, he's coming back to life. It was kind of cool. And then uh, slowly he'll start to regenerate uh, until he has enough strength that he can stand and kind of get out of there. But they have to feed him a bunch of like, fuck it. They have to give him like blood transfusions, basically. Yeah, he's, he's got this whole big blood transfusion apparatus thing that he's eventually walking around with while he's like <laughs> yeah. tubes hanging out of him, pumping blood. Yeah, until he gets strong enough. But uh, she, he gets all of her memories. And so he wakes up and uh, Craven comes in there and he's like, oh, fuck, he's awake. Uh, he's not supposed to be awake. And, and Victor's like, I need to see Celine, which is Kate Beckinsale. I need to see Celine because she's showed me some stuff that shouldn't be going on. And Craven's like, dude, first of all, she's fucking wrong. Second of all, Marcus is still asleep and you shouldn't even be up. And he's like, what? Yeah. He's like, wait a second. It's not a hundred years from now. Like, yeah. "Ah." He's like, bring me Celine. So Celine finally comes in and he's like, you shouldn't awaken me. And she's like, Craven didn't kill Lucian. And he's like, fuck you. Yes, he did. You're going to go on trial. Go away with you. Yep. Yeah, he's pissed. So he sends her away. Yep. They like lock her in a room. Oh, and we should also say too that as the audience, we at this point know from like a scene that happened, I think like shortly before this, that Craven and Lucian are working together, but we, we still don't know why, but we know that yes. like they faked his death and they're up to something. That is true. They've been You're taking their correct. sweet ass time. 600 years. <laughs> uh, Erica who's the other vampire who wants to fuck Craven. She's like, I don't care that you have a small dick. I like... I want that dick. I like Glenn, Dan- Glenn Danzig lookalikes. <laughs> She's like... Uh, she she fucks him. They, they kind of fuck. They <laughs> vampire fuck. Oh, see, and, I don't remember that. Maybe that was a, oh, a scene that, that was That was added. in the unrated then. But they, they vampire fuck. You see his penis? Okay. No, I mean, it's minuscule. <laughs> you don't see anything. You just see them kind of like vampire, like biting and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, and then he like blows her off. 
So she's pissed at him because she's like, I want to be with you and you keep blowing me off. So she's like, that's when she goes in there and she's like, she lets um, Celine out of her cell. Yeah, because Craven likes Celine. That's the yes. problem. So she like frees her and Celine even says, why are you helping me? And she says, I'm not helping you. I'm helping myself. Yeah. Which I don't know how that helps her. I think it was to piss uh, Craven off that, or to yeah. get her killed so that she yeah. could kind of assume her spot. Yeah. It's kind well, of weird. Just kill it. her. Just kill her yourself. Yeah. She's lazy well, though. Anyway. So uh, it, it doesn't matter. She gets out. She gets Speedman. She locks Speedman up. She's like, look, you're going to turn into a fucking werewolf. And I kind of like you. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of like you too. And uh, they have a little moment together. But she's like, she locks him, chains him up. And she's like, you're going to turn. And I can't have you running around town because you're going to get killed. Yeah. She also gives him a gun uh, with one of those uh, silver bullets in it. Just one yeah. bullet. And she's like, hey, if you turn before I get back and you, you want to end things, here you go. And then, of course, he wastes that bullet. He tries to use it after she leaves to break the chain on the handcuffs, yeah. but he misses. So, Celine, through a series of events, like uh, there's another like fight and stuff. Uh, she, they end up getting that scientist, uh, that werewolf Singe scientist, guy. Singe. Yeah. And she br- brings him uh, to Victor and to Craven, and she's like, "Tell Victor what you told me." And so Singe gives us the whole backstory about how Lucian is after Michael because... Because he's a descendant of an ancestor, both Lycan and vampire. There you go. And he tells him, like, we want to combine Lycan and vampire blood. And Victor was under the impression that Lucian was dead. And Craven, like, snuck out the back door when they're talking. Which which I hate that in movies where they're, like, talking to somebody and then they're like, hey, we're... Where'd he Where'd go? Bob go? He vanished. <laughs> like you would see him leave. You watch him. <laughs> you hear his shoes on the tile or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He slipped his shoes off. He walked out in his socks. He just moonwalked out of there. He's holding his shoes, <laughs> tiptoeing. <laughs> like tiny a fucking feet. Scooby-Doo villain in the background. <laughs> oh, um, one of those attacks that uh, you said happened um, is on a train, uh, and they kill that oh, Amelia yeah, 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 chick yeah, yeah, yeah. who's Talk coming about that. back. Talk about that. So. Yeah. T- yeah, the the a pack of lichens basically go to the train station where this Amelia person is about to return to uh, do the ceremony to awaken Marcus, and they just ambush and they fucking maul everybody and bite him and chew him up and it's like a bloodbath. There's actually kind of cool. some vampires there that are working for Craven. Yeah, that kind of lead the lichens to her. Right. So they like betray her because Craven's idea is that he's going to kill all the elders. Yeah, so he can take because that's how he's going to end the war. This is the whole plot. They're going to end the war. Craven and Lucian. Uh, Lucian are in on it together, and they're going to create these hybrids. But they're also going to end the war, and then Craven can take the top vampire lead role. Yeah, for his cooperation, Lucian basically will reward him with you can kind of run the vampire side of things. Yep. So kind of a noble cause i guess they're just trying to end the war at this point yeah yeah i thought that too it was like who's really the bad guy because we're gonna find some other yeah. stuff out too we're like oh i well, see that's right now is when we find out because michael is get got caught of course by uh lucian and because he got bit by lucian he can see his memories and he sees all of what happened in Lucian's past. And what happened in his past, and this is where I said the Romeo and Juliet kind of is more of the mm-hmm. past story. Lucian was a werewolf. And for years, the werewolves 
were like subservient. They were slaves, to the basically. Yeah, and they would take care of them and guard them during the day when the vampires were asleep or whatever. And he fell in love with with Victor's daughter, who Uh-oh. was a vampire, and he took her as his bride. Well, Victor got all pissed off, and he killed his own daughter right in front of him. He does not uh, approve of the mixing of uh, the species. Yeah, and there's this whole scene where the the the, the dome opens up and the sunlight shines yeah, down and burns on her. her. She crusts, and it's kind of like out of uh, what was that interview with a vampire? Yeah. Anyway, so that's why Lucian is all pissed off at Victor, is because of what he did. Yeah, rightfully so. (laughs) But we also find out, uh oh, because Craven tells this to Celine that yeah, because Celine keeps saying like, oh, like Victor will believe me and he'll protect me, and he's like, oh yeah, you want to know something about your dad? Did he ever tell you that he killed your entire family? It wasn't uh, werewolves that did it. She's like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he was going to kill you too. But like when he went to kill you, all he could see was his daughter and it made him feel terrible. So he turned you into a vampire instead to make you like his daughter yep. figure. Victor's a fuck. Exactly. And she's like, oh, and every shit. daughter he has ends up liking a werewolf. So. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he's like, I can't get one daughter that doesn't like a werewolf. <laughs> so she finds that information out and she's like, oh my God. So then the big fight happens, right? And Lucian injects himself with some stuff and, he, and he's going to inject himself with, uh, what is it? Amelia? Michael's blood. The, yeah. Michael's blood, but also Amelia, the vampire elder. Yeah. He's going to inject himself with her blood so he can have all three different types of blood, the human blood, the lichen blood and the vampire blood, and they can work as a Trinity and he becomes superhuman. But that plan gets foiled because he gets killed. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. By yeah. Craven, just kind of shoots him in the back. Yeah, what an asshole! He betrays him and uh, shoots him with one of those fucking bullets with the with the silver, silver nitrate inside. Anyway, so the only one that has and he doesn't quite die bo- yet, but he's dying. He's dying. Uh, so Craven starts fighting with Celine, and they start having words. And he's like, "Just come with me. Just come with me." And uh, Scott Speedman's like basically gonna die. And she looks over and she sees Lucian still alive and he looks at her and he's like, bite him. And yeah, because Craven shoots Michael. So he's dying. And so she bites Scott Speedman or Michael. And now he has the vampire, the werewolf and the human blood that he always had. Yep. And so he's going to be the fucking Neo, the one, right? Yep. And then right after uh, uh, Lucian tells her what to do, he dies. Well, Craven finishes him off. And Craven sneaks off. Yep, of course. We don't see him Very again. sneaky. He's, he, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's always creeping around without his shoes. And this is when Victor shows up, and Victor's like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and Celine co- uh, confronts him about what uh, Craven told her, and he's like, yep, what of it? Yeah, he's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to kill him. And he throws Speedman. while well, Speedman starts fucking turning, and this is the fucking uh, werewolf that I don't like. Because he doesn't look like a werewolf? No, he and, looks like a fucking and he, Navi. And he from doesn't look like a vampire either. No, he looks like a fucking Navi from the goddamn <laughs> Avatar movie. <laughs> he does a little bit, but like a paler shade of blue. Like a bluish paler gray. shade of blue. And, and Solid black like, eyes. No pupils. Or all yeah, pupils. Yeah, and he kind of looks like, um, what is it? Uh, the Beast from fucking from X-Men? X-Men? Yes. <laughs> Mixed with, and it's weird. Like, I already mentioned Wes Borland earlier from Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Uh, 
He also looks the like eyes. him. Yeah. <laughs> the context. He's got the Westmoreland context <laughs> going on. And uh, anyway, he tra- he changes, and then they start fight. Him and Victor start fighting. They're going at it. And you know what I don't like in movies? Also, hmm. it's like when somebody like becomes a werewolf. Like like if I got bit and I became a werewolf tonight, and I changed, I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to fight magically. <laughs> Maybe it's, I'd still have to uh, learn how to fight. <laughs> I guess. Like if I but it would be a funny vampire, if you were still like uh, uh, punching wrong and just like, like poor <laughs> technique. <laughs> Just slapping. He's like, yeah. stop it. Stop. Ah. <laughs> Covering his face. Like, ah, oh, don't hit me. Goes in the corner and just poops. Let's settle this like men. <laughs> Can't wait to sit down and talk. Have a beer. Let's squash Puts our beef. glasses. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> exactly. So uh, they can fight now and he's like dodging punches and everything. Um, I guess he's less Neo because he, he kind of gets his ass kicked at one point and he's almost going to die. Uh, but Kate Beckinsale sees like Victor's been carrying around this fucking Excalibur sword. Fucking power of gray skull type sword. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she runs and she grabs it and this is where she does that slow motion flip and kind of floats to the ground. Yeah. And like in one swoop, she like jumps over Victor and she like lands on the ground and Victor stands up and he pulls his daggers out and it's like, they're going to fight. And then Victor just stops. Then he's like, uh, something's uh, wrong here. I don't feel so good. (laughs) The uh, picture in your head, picture in your mind, a head with like someone just slice through on the like angle diagonally. Yeah. Yep. And it just slides. The top just slides off. It's awesome. It's it looks really awesome. cool. <laughs> and when she did that, I was like, she already fucking chopped his head off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny. I remembered, I was like, she did something to him and I know he's dead, but I couldn't remember what the effect was. I was like, I do remember whatever happens next being awesome. And then, yeah, when the yeah. head started to slide, I was like, ah, there it is. So she kills him. And then, uh, back at the vampire layer blood is like dripping down onto Marcus who's the only elder that's left now. from the scientist's blood that was killed cuz uh Victor killed him when he found out yes. Amelia was dead that's right it was the scientist's blood it was Singe's blood so it's it's so, lichen blood i didn't even think about that david yeah cuz i haven't seen any of the other underworld <laughs> movies um but it uh, drops down onto uh Marcus and then Marcus's eyes open Prong. that's it the end Yep. Kind of a simple story. I mean, like, listen, we we went into like a little bit of the details, but I think there were details that you need to know to fully understand the movie. But basically, a simple story. It's like, hey, there's bad vampires and good vampires, and there's bad werewolves and good werewolves. Actually, there really wasn't any bad werewolves. They really paint the werewolves as being like the victim. Yeah, exactly. It kind of flips about halfway through the movie because you it's set up that the werewolves are the bad guys. But yeah, we find out now it's kind of backwards. Yeah. One thing that I wish they would have done, and I said this a few times already, so I'm just regurgitating what I've already said. I wish they would have gotten us to that point where we understood the Scott Speedman role sooner so I could care more about Yeah, what yeah. Let us know the so, stakes. Yeah, that's the only, that's that not my only gripe, but that's one of my major gripes with this movie is that it's just kind of slow on the uptake. Even the, the theatrical version is over two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a little long. This movie needs to be 90 minutes. Agreed. Cause even the action sequences as cool as some of them are like they they go on, they could be shorter. Yeah. Uh, But go ahead. Why don't you start with your review? 
Um, I mean, I really, really liked this movie when I saw it in the theater. Like when I walked out, I was like, oh yeah, it's like the matrix with vampires. Awesome. <laughs> uh, watching it now, I can definitely see it. It is definitely of the times uh, and it is dated. Uh, I, I definitely viewed it differently this time around. Um, yeah. I think the visual effects still hold up pretty well. Uh, I think there's some cool shots. The action sequences, you know, I, I bagged on them for being a little bit long, um, but they are good. And there's some good fight scenes. Uh, I liked um, Michael Sheen as Lucian. I've always liked him as an actor. I, th- I think he's good. Uh, but I do think the performances are a little bit o- all over the place. And for Kate Beckinsale... Isn't, isn't that guy... Isn't that guy in a TV show now, like an Amazon TV show or something? Oh, I don't know. He's done tons of stuff. Yeah. He was in uh, Tron. Remember he was Caster? He dated Kate Beckinsale from 1995 to 2003 oh, really? when this movie oh, came wow. out. Look at that. And then she, they broke up and she started dating. And she dated the director, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right after that guy. So oh, I don't know man. what happened there. I'm not That's saying anything. I don't want to spread any rumors, but. He's like, I put everything into this performance for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you go with a director. Yep. And most recently, she was dating Pete Davidson. Wow. Interesting. Pete Davidson, man. That guy, he's got to have a magic dick or something. That guy just, I don't know. It's the opposite of Craven. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. <laughs> um, oh, saying is, but, uh, but, 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 I mean, that's kind of rude of us. Like, that's all these women want is just that's a big true. dick. I'm, he's Come very on. funny and he's very nice, I'm sure. Maybe he's just a really nice guy. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he's is. easy to talk to. Yeah. You're right, Brett. <laughs> The more you know. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I just feel like Kate Beckinsale doesn't get a whole lot to do in this movie for being the star. Like, her dialogue is somewhat limited. She doesn't, other than the kill at the end, she doesn't really get a big hero-type moment in the movie. Like, lots of mm-hmm. just, like, little fight scenes, and, you know, she sa- she saves Michael a few times, but I would have liked to see in a bigger showdown or have her more involved Yeah. in the battle. Like, in the end, like... She's like knocked out or something before she grabs the sword and grabs him or and kills Victor. Yeah. Just plot wise, I think you kind of said it earlier. There's not a whole lot going on. And for how long it is, it just kind of plods along. So I found myself a little bit bored at times. And I think overall, my feeling on this movie is that it's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's just one of those movies that is. It just kind of yeah. exists. So yeah. for that, I'm going to give it a two. Um, it's oh, just, wow. it's all right. Well, this might surprise you, mm. but I, I rated it higher than you. Check you out. I agree with everything you said, but once I got into it, I was like, oh, okay. I'm into this. Yeah. I agree with it. Like Kate Beckins, the dialogue in this movie sometimes is atrocious. The scenes between her and Speedman, I'm like, you guys have zero fucking chemistry. Good point. Yes, exactly. For him being the romantic interest, yeah, I didn't sense any actual chemistry between the two of them. And he's boring. His character is fucking boring. It's like, at least make him funny. At least make him like... I'm glad you brought something. that up. That was something else I don't like about this movie. Not that I need humor in movies, but this movie is humorless. Like, there's humorless. not even a little joke. There's not a character that even was like, hey, can you believe the balls on that? Or, you know, something. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> you know, some smart, smart ass vampire. Yeah. At least make him like, you know how there's always those like guys in movies who like, uh, they're just kind of like smart alecky, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then the girls end up falling for him. Like, like a Pete Davidson, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get Pete uh, in this movie. That's what his character needed. Like, I think if you went back and you. Not that they're going to do this, but if you redid this, the basics 
of this story, I think is awesome. Like you got vampires, you got werewolves, and you got one that can be both. Holy <laughs> shit. And we're yeah, going to make it like the it Matrix. Works. We're going to shoot them. We're going to bite them. We're going to sword their heads off. We're going to do all this fucking stuff. And, and you know, that's giving some producer a fucking boner because he's realizing how much money he's going to make <laughs> off of this because everybody wants to fucking see vampires versus werewolves, werewolves versus vampires. Who's going to be the good guy? Who's going to come out on top Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? <laughs> but instead, we get this movie. Yeah. And it's good, but it could have been so much better. Agreed. Yeah, the potential's so, there. Once I got into it, though, I really dug it, and I dug the storyline, and I dug all this. Once you once you take away the, the Scott Speedman character, so if I knock off points for that, I'm going to say, at the end of it, I was like, I dig that. Plus, I dug the ending where she chopped off that fucker's head. That was awesome. And the cliffhanger so at I, the end. The soundtrack's cool. It's got stuff yeah. going for it. Yeah, and they did leave a cliffhanger at the end, which I'm like, okay, well, they knew that this was going to be a big movie mm-hmm. right away. I gave it three heads. Nice. Well, that's good because so I of, almost went two and a half, so I can live with that. And I almost went two and a half also, so there let's just go. both go two and a half, David. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. Um, so, yeah, two and a half. I would say watch it, but it's not like an easy watch. Like, you have to you have to sit there and watch. Well, now you know the whole fucking story, so maybe <laughs> it won't be that hard. But you have to sit through two hours or two hours and 15 minutes if you get the unrated version. They did make sequels, David. They made Underworld Evolution, which came out three years later. Did you ever see any of the sequels? I saw one of them. So was that the next one? Yes. Okay, I think I, that's... I, I've only seen one of the sequels, and I believe it was that one. I think that's I saw the, the direct one. sequel to the first one. The second movie that they made in 2009... Uh, well, the third, I guess, movie uh, called Underworld Rise of the Lycans. That's a prequel. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. And then they made Underworld Awakening in 2012. And then in 2016, they came out with Underworld Blood Wars. Jesus, I know that there were that many of them. Yeah, Beckinsale was in all of them except for the prequel. The prequel has uh, Bill Nighy, the science guy, he in it, though. <laughs> and uh, it talks about the rise of the Lycans, right? So he's back for that one. But, of course, he got killed, so he's not in any of the sequels. He's just in the prequel. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do any more. I I don't have any information on there. They also did a video game. I don't know what system it was for, but they did a video game. But it got me thinking, David, because last week we were talking about Eight-Legged Freaks and how Eight-Legged Freaks could have had a sequel. Yeah. And we talked about, like, ideas for the sequel. And then we did this movie, which has a thousand movies as a sequel. I exaggerate. And I was like, I messaged you, I think, was it last night? Yeah. (laughs) Just last night. And I said, hey, for the podcast tomorrow, think about movies, horror movies specifically, that don't have sequels, but maybe should. Yeah. Or there's something there that could be be done that could make it interesting. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about right now. But I'm going to say this. This was a lot more difficult <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. I thought so, too, because like I would think about one. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And they'd be like, oh, wait, it has a sequel. Or it's been remade. <laughs> yeah. Or or I thought, like, but what would you do with it? Yeah. You did say, like, what about movies that have been remade? And I said, well, we can do remakes because you can still, like, they're remaking the original. But let's try to stick with ones that haven't been touched at at all. Uh, It was really hard to find ones that didn't have remakes, though. I will say that. Yep. The ones that I thought of, like, I was like, oh, that would be a good one for a sequel. And then I was like, ah, fuck, they did a remake, though. Yeah. I wrote down ones that had remakes. Okay. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I did not, but I, I, I did think some. of some, so maybe you'll mention them. <laughs> so why, why don't you go ahead and start first? What's first on your list? I, mine's in no particular order. Um, yeah. But I thought Night of the Comet could have had Dude, a sequel. I, I, I almost wrote that down, but I didn't, so I'm glad you did. Yeah. Yeah, just like because they, they go off with that guy in the car or whatever, but like I felt like there's still the, the story could still continue. Like They could go to another town or, or whatever, but I thought those two characters were interesting, and I would like to see more of them battling these zombie Agreed. people agreed and i i think even and, and it's gonna come up with a couple of these movies i think even like forget the guys like just just yeah keep, just let those two have another adventure the cheerleader and the sister and uh have them go out and have another adventure with zombies or bad guy or bad people right you know and and all that stuff that would be that would be great uh one that i thought of immediately and it's one that actually has been i think kicked around for a long time and i think we've talked about this before trick-or-treat i think they're making one because i had it on my list and i took it off because i think there's one that's actually well, they haven't in, made in the it works. so it's yeah, on my list but i agree 100 <laughs> percent. the character of sam is such uh could be such an iconic character it already is you go into a fucking spirit store yeah, sam stuff Halloween everywhere time. sam stuff's everywhere people love that character and you can just, you know, make it's another anthology movie. That's all you have to do. Yep. You know, come up with four or five good stories, put it out there. Yep. What else you got? Uh, how about the Frighteners? Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think about like that. It was at all. funny. Uh, you know, it's got a little bit of a go, like a mature Ghostbusters vibe going on. And then in the end of the first one, the girl, the love interest, uh, develops psychic abilities. So there could be some sort of new adventure with those two. The only problem with that is the same reason why we won't get like a Back to the Future. Or oh, of course, like that. yeah, Michael. This would have had to have taken place in the past. Yeah, this would have had to have been made already. You can't do it now. Yeah, not not probably able to act, but which really fucking sucks. It sucks so much. Like just to get on a serious note, like Michael J. Fox is one of those actors who was always like one of my favorites. Yeah, and he just seems like a really nice guy nice guy have you have you ever read any of his books no but i mean even in interviews now like just his positivity is is inspiring like he just seems like a, a genuinely good person yeah he's awesome I, I read his first book i think it was his first one his first or second but anyway really good and then i always liked fam him and family ties i always liked uh teen wolf and back to the future of course is one of my favorite movie franchises and movies the first one is one of my favorite movies of all time Oh, dude, real quick. Uh, you just got me thinking of something. I went to a concert over the weekend and there was mm -hmm. a guy I saw walking around and he's wearing a basketball jersey. But I was like, I know that jersey. It was the Scott Howard basketball jersey from Teen Wolf. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, it's <laughs> pretty um, cool. By the way, I was listening to Quentin Tarantino talk and somebody asked him, I don't know if this was on, I don't know, it was some interview and they asked him, what is like a perfect movie? And mm -hmm. he said, an example of a perfect movie is Back to the Future. He goes, whether you like it or not, that's beside the point. He goes, but it's like a perfect movie. Yeah, it's, it's so like good. perfect because it's a Hollywood formulaic movie. It's got a star in it. It's funny. It's it's got everything that you need. It's a right like um, length, mm -hmm. like everything. It's perfect. It's like a perfect movie, and I agree with him. I 100%. couldn't agree more. It's, yeah, it's not the best movie ever made, but it is no, a but perfect. It's damn movie. good. All right, so uh, that's a good one though, uh, Frighteners. Thank you. Awesome movie. This one has a remake, mm -hmm. but I think you could do a sequel to the original, My Bloody Valentine. Totally agree. 
Yeah, and that was one I was thinking if I was going to not include remakes, yeah. that yeah. definitely would have made my list. Because that yeah. character of the miner is awesome. Yes. I think, uh, yeah, Harry Warden, the yeah. miner. Fucking awesome. Whatever you want to call him. Awesome character. You could have anybody dress up as him. It could be like your ghost face type uh yeah, uh, it's a cool costume. Plus, they leave it kind of open-ended in which one? Was it the remake they leave it open-ended? Yes. Yeah, in the remake, he He, he gets away. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's a good pick. I don't know. That could be a good one. Go ahead. What's your uh, next? I got one for you that uh, it kind of is a sequel itself. So, okay. a little loophole on this one. But uh, Freddy versus Jason ended with a kind of a cliffhanger. And I think they could have done more. And that movie made a shit ton of money. I know there was so, talk of like bringing in Ash or like Michael Myers or something like that. Uh, I don't know about yeah. all that, but I, I think watching those two kill people just never gets old. I, I would take another so, one. So it's funny that you mentioned that because you did say it's a loophole because it's a uh, it's it doesn't have a sequel. No, but it's it a, is a sequel <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it doesn't have a sequel. Because um, I thought about that too. I was like, oh well, you could say like, uh, you know. I, I, I want them to make a sequel to Halloween three. Mm hmm. Right. <laughs> like you dude, I, I mean, even thought about that one. Cause it's like, how did like that? When, then that ends, like do all those did, uh, a shit ton of kids just die? Kids die. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what happens. Yeah. Get Tom Atkins could. on the case immediately. Yep. Um, but I agree with you. Like, uh, I think, uh, I think Freddie versus Jason versus Ash, which was kicked around for a while. Um, and they made a comic book out of mm -hmm. it. There's a really good podcast called the the best movies never made. I, I highly recommend listening to it. And they did a whole episode on that. Yeah. And like unmade Friday the 13th movies and, and unmade Halloween movies and unmade Freddy movies, all of that stuff. So I, I highly recommend people listen to that, but there is a specific episode where they talk about Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. Could have been cool. Could have been cool. All right. I got a weird one for you. Okay. And you might go, huh? Mm -hmm. But this goes back to the whole, let's forget about kind of what happened in the first one. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like an Evil Dead 2 kind of thing. Shaun of the Dead. I thought about that one too. Definitely. Because I, I was like, I like the two main characters, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Like, obviously they've done other movies together, right? Hot Fuzz and, and uh, what was that one? Uh, the World's End. The World's End. Yeah. But put them back as Sean and whatever the other guy's name was and um, have them have another adventure. Maybe not. Maybe it's not zombies this time. Oh, okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? So it's just the same two well, characters. I think you can even do more zombie stuff because the, the zombies are still very much a thing at the end of that movie. <laughs> but what if you did like, what if it was like Abbott and Costello, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. that's what, that's what kind of what I'm thinking. Like Abbott and Costello. Sean and Ed meet a uh, bunch of likings. Yeah, Ed. Yeah. Yeah. They could meet va vampires or werewolves or whatever, <laughs> or whatever it is. Sign so me up. I, I think I think people would definitely see that, and you could have a nice punny name also. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it would be, but so uh, that was Shaun of the Dead. All right, go ahead. Got another one? Uh, I got a couple more. Um, this one I I didn't really flesh out like what you would do with it, but I thought It Follows was an awesome and creepy movie that I would mm -hmm. like to see more. I don't know if you get the same some of the same people, but just that story I thought was very interesting. I think you could just take different people and you could just have it be like, uh, like kind of almost like final destination. Yeah. Right? And I'd like to see a version where like the person like works out the math. Cause I remember after I saw this movie, it's like, I would think about like how fast does it move? And then <laughs> could I work it out mathematically where it's like, all right, maybe I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to fly yep. to like, 
the middle of earth wherever that is or whatever and and then think like okay how long would it take for it to catch up and then but then something gets leave. fucked up and then you're stuck yep yep exactly the plane crashes exactly. your your car breaks down or i don't know all of that Something like any that. of that yeah i think that would uh, that would all work and then you bring it to some kind of town where all of a sudden like now you got to try to fuck it's got to bang everybody <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fuck my way out of this. That's right. That's the. That's probably why it didn't get legs, though, is because how it gets transmitted is like basically an STD, right? And so yeah. it's not going to be a movie all fucking just banging, just glo- <laughs> jet setting, globe trotting. I'm just banging, planting my seed Would everywhere. It count if you jerked off on people's poop, though, yes. Like if I jerked off on a bunch of poop, <laughs> it's gonna bang somebody in every country. So you got the whole world covered. And then tell the little zombie thing, like, all right, good luck. Go kill all those people. And then <laughs> it's all, oh, <laughs> so tired. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. How about this one? This is another weird one. Um, cabin in the woods. Yeah. I thought about that too. You'd have to undo the way the movie ends. Or, or again, it's just a fun environment. Yeah. Let's like, let's like just enter that environment again, because they've obviously done this before. So I guess it'd be maybe a prequel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we find out what happened in Cabin in the Woods was actually all set up by another group of people. Yeah, maybe. Or you Who do, was, like you said, a prequel. Like, yeah, we already know that they're gonna we're gonna win, but it's yeah. still fun to watch it unfold. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, you got a last one. Last one. Um, another one I didn't really think a whole lot through. Um, but how about They Live? I thought about They Live also. Um, that one does kind of end and it ends with uh Roddy Piper dying. So you don't have to have him. Right. And the aliens are still around. Yes. But and you can now see all the aliens cause he broke the thing. Yeah. What if it's like 30 years after? Yeah. And they found know? a way to like hide again or something. Yeah. Or we've been getting along with them. Now something's happening. Okay. Well, I got my last one and it is another loophole, <laughs> but I'm going to, I got to say it. The thing. Yeah, I thought of that one too. But that's another one where I feel like kind of like the Frighteners example. It would have, if, if, to be most effective, it should have already happened. Unless you did it where you just got diff, different actors playing like McCready. But that's basically what they did with the prequel. Kinda. Yeah, but you could have it be the character of McCready. Like you could yeah. get Kurt Russell's son, who looks almost exactly like him, to play him. That's true. Just pick, pick up yeah, yeah. Time. I agree, though. If they were going to do it, it would have to be set in like 1982. Like not yes. like, oh, it's in it's in present times. Like, no, 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 no. No, I want to pick Bailey up. Right would have taken where, over the world already. Right where the last one left off. And like Carpenter yeah. had an idea. Have the rescue team arrive. Carpenter had an idea at one point. And that's somewhere. Somebody, somebody has that idea. It's written down somewhere. It's on a fucking flash drive somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it is. It's in Carpenter's <laughs> brain. We need to suck it out before he fucking goes the way of the dodo. <laughs> and we need to uh, have this thing worked out because that kid, that uh, Kurt Russell's son, I, whose name escapes me right now. Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt. Thank you. Wyatt Russell is a good actor. And he looks just like him. And he looks just like his father. Yeah, that would be cool. So we could do it. Yep. Yeah, the rescue team arrives or something, and Kurt Russell's there, and either he's infected and he's the start of it, or yeah, maybe Keith David is or something like that, or they just didn't kill it. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up too. I'll be there opening night. Mm-hmm. I'll be an extra. You can kill me. <laughs> I'll be an extra too. I'll be a fucking. I'll be a grip. I don't care. I'll be anything. <laughs> exactly. If you have an idea for movies that don't have sequels, and uh, you think 
this movie should have a sequel. I want to be back in this environment. Or if you're just like, hey, I want another sequel to whatever movies they've already made. Like, I want them to make about a thousand more Friday the 13th movies once they can. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I can't wait for Crystal Lake memories or yeah, whatever yeah. the TV show is going to be called. I can't yeah, wait I can't for wait. that shit. I want to see that shit. Uh, but if you have any ideas, do you have any other thoughts, if you have stuff that pisses you off, if I'm one of those things that piss you off, if David makes you happy, then you should contact us. How do you think call? Underworld's the greatest film ever made? Or the worst? Hey, we gave it we gave it right in we the middle. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quick quick complaining. How can they contact us, David? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube, Hive, uh, search the Swearwolves on all of those platforms. On Instagram, search the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm going to go jerk off on a turd. And then I'm going to poop on the pee of the turd. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Alexa, who does Kevin Durant play for? Kevin Durant plays for the Phoenix Suns. Fuck yeah, he does.